Looking back, I think that there have been two great conversions in my life. Mm. The first, when I was 18, 19 years old, right, right around in that season, practically a street kid living in the drug culture, had a radical encounter with the living God through Jesus. And it utterly changed my life. It, it completely, it was everything I was looking for. I wasn't raised in a religion. I, I wasn't looking for a religion. I wasn't looking for a, a church. I was looking for answers. And I was really looking for rescue, for forgiveness, for help. And, and it was phenomenal. It was absolutely life-changing to come into a relationship with Jesus. And the second great conversion in my life took place many years later, early in my 30s, when something else came to me. And it was the discovery that the heart matters, that Christianity, God, faith, salvation, all of that, spirituality, cares deeply about the heart. And, thank goodness, combined with that, the, the wardrobe door I walked through in this second conversion was that the gospel is a gospel of restoration. Welcome back to the Wild at Heart podcast. John and Stacy in the studio here. And as you know, we have been circling back in previous times together to the centrality of the heart, about how much our humanity matters, about what flows from our heart and how central it is to the heart of God and to the kingdom. Yeah, you, you remember, you remember we were in our 30s and needed some counseling and began reading, you know, George MacDonald and C.S. Lewis and Oh, golly, I, I'm not going to do justice to all the people that were helpful to us then, but therapists and Leanne Payne and, oh my. Larry Crabb, Dan Allender. Gordon Dalby. And people were writing on the healing of the heart, yes. writing on the recovery of heart. And it was absolutely wonderful. And it couldn't have come at better timing. I, I think when a person hits their 30s, as you begin to make that transition out of the 20s into the 30s, you begin to deal with your story. Yes, exactly. And it, you just see it. We're seeing it in our adult children right now as they're dealing with their stories and, and in the lives of a number of young people that we love. Right, right. And the other thing that we hit upon is that um, in our zeal to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, in our early years, it kind of focused on the external. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bible studies and service, and, yeah, um, yeah, going down to build orphanages and all that great stuff, mm -hmm. all that great stuff. But it left the inner life neglected. And I love this passage in Matthew eleven. John the Baptist has been imprisoned, and he is now wrestling with, "Whoa, wait a second! This story is not going the way I thought it would." And so he sends his disciples mm -hmm. to Jesus, and here's how it goes. Verse 2 of Matthew 11, when John 
heard in prison what Christ was doing, he sent his disciples to ask him, are you the one who was to come or should we expect someone else? I just love the honesty of the scriptures. I mean, he's wrestling. He's, he's thrown pretty hard. Maybe it isn't you. Maybe we're looking for a different Messiah. And here's what Jesus says. Jesus replied, go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. In other words, I, I know, the, we, you know those words can sound very religious or, or bible but what Jesus is saying is, go back and report what is taking place. The ransom of humanity mm. has begun. Mm -hmm. People, sons and daughters, loved ones, in all of our brokenness, Jesus is reaching in and restoring in this way and in this way and in this way and in this way. It was utterly life-changing for us and set us on a trajectory which led all the way to the creation of this work and, and our books and conferences right here to the podcast in the week of March 8th. And we have been circling back around to the heart here and how much our humanity matters to God. And we're really excited this week, friends, to, to make an announcement to you. After a lot of work and preparation, we have something to offer you and invite you into called the Wild at Heart Experience and the Captivating Experience. We've been working on this for a long time. Last year, we filmed a, a beautiful six-part film series, one that accompanies Captivating, one that accompanies Wild at Heart. But I was a part of the one that was for women, with women. Um, six different women gathered, sharing their stories together, um, being incredibly vulnerable, honest, authentic. And it is a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful thing to be a part of, and now I've seen them, and, and I cry at everyone. They're, they're just stunning. They are. The cinematography is beautiful. Music is beautiful. The women in their um, sharing and inviting from their deep hearts is it's really breathtaking. And it's so powerful. It's yes. so powerful. You know, folks, that <laughs> the last time we did a film series for women and for men, we released it on VHS. Right. So that gives you an idea. It's been a while. Of how long ago it was. And we, we wanted to come forth with a new offering in a new hour and a new era to bring healing to the hearts of women and the hearts of men and to provide a gentler on-ramp into the captivating world, the wild at heart world. I mean, if you can get to one of our conferences, they're incredible, but it's, that's a big ask. Yeah. And we do have what we call wild at heart basic. Uh-huh, and, and captivating core. Yeah, which are the retreat experiences online um, that people are hosting all over the world now. And, but that's still a big ask. It's a, it's a weekend. A big commitment. Come get away. 
And so we wanted a gentler on-ramp. So here's what we've done. We, we have created the Wild at Heart experience, the captivating experience, centered around these six-part film series. But what we're going to do is you can sign up and join in on this for free. And each week, you will receive one of the episodes and um, companion readings that go with that, scriptures, questions for reflection and journaling, and then a special kind of audio that goes with each episode going a little bit deeper. And it's finally ready, and it's available. And we announced it at Homecoming online on March 6th, and we're announcing it here on the podcast this week. You can sign up at wildatheart.org forward slash captivating or wildatheart.org forward slash wildatheart. Or if you just get, get to our homepage, we'll, we'll help you find how to sign up for those things. But really excited to bring this out at a time that we've been reflecting, you know, over 2020 and, and in our early podcast this year, just about how hard this has been on the hearts of men and women, the pandemic, the politics, the quarantines, the economics, the school stuff, all of it. You know, just humanity is pretty beat up. Right, right. And then the, the barrage of media, the, uh, the world, the um, all that is coming against us and at us. It feels like against us it at does. all times. But. It does. And we do, I mean, from our perspective, yes. Kingdom of Darkness is using all of this yes. to really harm hearts and souls. And so it had been on our hearts for a long time to come back out with a fresh series and and to adapt it and create some kind of online experience that people could do personally uh, or in groups. And, and what we realized is before we kind of like did a big group push, each one of us just needs some personal restoration. Yes. And that's why we've sort of packaged it the way we've had that you can, you know, get on as an individual. You can sign up anytime for this. We are going to walk everybody through it starting next week in the week of March 15th. If you want to kind of be part of a coordinated experience. Right, right. and share it with many yeah. others at the same time. Yeah, and we'll be talking about it here on the podcast as we go through episode one and then episode two. And hey, what did God speak to you? And and that sort of thing. But it's it's built to be used at your own pace, in your own time, in your own season. It just feels really timely. And what is amazing is even if you have been with us, in this message for a long time, it is going to surprise you how powerfully God comes back around and speaks to us again. Yes. It goes goes deeper, raises new things. Yes. In fact, I I did a personal counseling intensive this year. Mm -hmm. It was just time to go back in and get some fresh eyes on my own story. And I went back through things in my story that I have done good healing work before, but there was new breakthrough, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. massive breakthrough yes. in a number of areas, not just one or two. I mean, it was really, really good to do that. And so, the, yeah, the wonderful promise is God is always bringing about deeper restoration, more wholeheartedness, and Stace, getting ready for today's 
recording, I asked you to watch episode one of the film project that you were part of. What was that like? Oh, it was it was awesome. And mind you, friends, I have I've been involved in it, right? I'm I'm teaching it and I'm there at the filming. I've been a part of editing. I've watched it I don't know how many times, but I hadn't watched it in a while. And um to sit, get quiet, and watch it this morning. And again, this was session one, which is on the heart of a woman. Oh, it was breathtaking and so so reminding and so honoring of my own heart and of the way that God has created us, how we bear his image. You know, what a great dignity and honor it is to bear his image and, and even to be reminded of the unique core desires that he has placed inside of the feminine heart was just so good. And also, you know, the key message I think that I took away this morning was that our hearts matter. They still matter. They are of the utmost importance to God. And and in the midst of world and life and relationships of sorrow, of the barrage of the enemy's accusations, um, we can just be hit with our hearts don't matter. The things we want are stupid. We're stupid. I'm only failing. And just to be rescued once again. Yeah. To say, no, actually, I fashioned you uniquely. There are things that we share as women, core desires that we do share, to talk about those, to name those, and that romance still matters. The desire to be pursued is still essential and not something to be ashamed of, but the very place we bear the image of God and um, that women are created to to work and to offer, to be irreplaceable, to be part of a shared adventure, that we have a valiant heart for a reason. And then to remember that, um, that we are irreplaceable, that we have a beauty to offer the world, to unveil it and um, to be a part of the mm. movement of God, mm. that it matters, that it's real. You know, honestly, as you're saying this, Stace, I, it feels like encouraging people to plant gardens while the city is being bombed. You know, it feels like encouraging people to start their novel when they're in the final stages of, of chemotherapy. Like, it, it, honestly, to honor the heart, to nourish it in times of crisis feels like such a luxury, but it's it's not. And so I want to ask you, as a woman living right now in March of 2021 and after a year of pandemic and quarantine, where where do you go as a woman with the core desires of your heart? Where, where do you go with the core desire for love, romance, pursuit, to be known and delighted in, known and cherished? This is so good, John, because as you describe those things, uh, crisis, um, a garden in the midst of things burning down, um, it, it is in these times that we actually need it even more. And we need, we need hope more. We need to come alive more. We need to tend the garden and the soil of our hearts. So 
So this has been so good to be talking about this and to offer this now. It's it's perfect timing. And because of the desires, they may get buried. They may um, get diminished. They're certainly set on the shelf for a while, but they're still there. They're still core to us. They're still the ways that we bear the image of God. And our hearts for romance still matter. They're, they're front and center. So I, I think for me, it has been important to not set aside my need for relationship. Um, when, just to be known, to offer, to to love, and then and then even reframing what we mean by romance. We're not talking about linen tablecloths and, and candlelight. Day. We're not talking about that and the, the pressure to sit up straight and wear something amazing. And um, we are talking about the pursuit, about being seen and known. We're talking yes. about having our eyes and our hearts awakened to to the great romancer to the one that is pursuing us with those scattered love notes so extravagantly all around us that when we lose heart, we don't see them anymore. And we also forget that I am not only intentionally loved, I am personally, intricately chosen. Mm. So so the prayer, I've just opened my eyes, opened my heart to to see you, God, and to come more alive to knowing how you are romancing me and that the world is made for romance has been vital. Yes, yes. What about you? Um, John, you, you've just watched it as well, but what is stirring in you in these days, these, these lockdowns, this season of uncertainty and being hemmed in, where do you go? Where does a man go for the longing for adventure? I had abandoned it. I had abandoned it. Mm-hmm. And and partly because of Colorado winters as well. Yes. But all the other reasons of, you know, limited ability to get out and do things and friends not available. And, you know, obviously pandemic and all that around it. And and I realized I was dying inside. and. And so Jesus, in a moment of just quiet one evening, Jesus said, I want you to start dreaming about what you're going to do this year. And it felt so, what? Like, no, we're, we're in crisis mode. We're in, we're in maintain mode. Don't know we can travel this year. Don't know how much we can do. What? And, but I knew, I knew. I'm like, oh my goodness. I had stopped dreaming for adventure, stop planning for it, stop desiring it. So I, just to be honest, I in the last week, I sent a couple uh, texts out um, on two different trips. Uh, <laughs> we used to do this classic Moab mountain biking trip. And so I sent some texts out to see if some guys were interested in that. And if we could pull that off um, on a sort of a bonsai weekend, drive out to the desert and ride our bikes and and then I also started texting some other friends who um, are more experienced rafters than I am, asking them about rafting rivers in Colorado and like, when does the water open up and what's available and, hey, what are you thinking this year? In other words, just to get the conversation going. Yes. And it, here's my masculine heart in the condition of the Gobi Desert. I just had abandoned yeah. desire. Yeah. And God has me start dreaming and even reach out. 
to some friends and and begin to make some plans. Now, I don't know when those plans, we can fully enact them, but at least I'm getting some things in motion. And I love that. I love that about his pursuit of us. Yeah. So what has the effect on your heart been? I can't, it's like coming back up for air Ah. and giving myself permission to be a man again, giving myself permission to have a heart again. Yeah. Huge. And I'm thinking, what about a woman's desire in this hour to play the irreplaceable role? How deep that is. Eve is azer. She is life Yes, life. In a really frustrating environment where there's not a lot of opportunities, not as many as there is in normal life. Right, right. What, hun, like for your heart, you and the women that you know, is there any hope for that? Oh, there is hope. But we have to get a little bit more creative because our our general ways of offering, of um, bringing life, of playing our irreplaceable role in the grand adventure, those, those ways have been hemmed in. Some have just been called to a dead stop. And, and we all know how difficult it is to spend hours on Zoom or to be suddenly homeschooling when we're not a homeschooler or, you know, the thousand other ways that are, um, that have been feel stolen from us. Well, it is really getting creative and coming to the heart of the matter. First, it's been, no, acknowledging that this is hard, that this has had a cost. Yes. And inviting God into it and asking, how, how do I bring life? How do I do it? And so for me, um, what it has meant is relationally, is relationally a lot, which can also be creative because I have several friends that um, it's just it's simply not safe to get together with. And so those Zoom calls are good. And those phone calls and those texts, like taking in me to reach out and realize that my words have an impact. What I offer and say, like there's life, right? Life and death yes. and the power of the words. And that has not changed. Yes. So I can do that. I can, um, I can drop a meal on a front porch. I can bring flowers and play Ding Dong Dash. You know, I can still do that. I can still pursue in ways that, that bring life and offer. I still have my Facebook page. I'm still offering something every day just to bring encouragement and life and try to help people primarily women, shift their gaze back onto the one who is the source of all life and hope and tap back Mm. into the reality that nothing has actually ended. Our world looks different, but there is still hope, there's life, there's still goodness, there's a future. And by reminding one another of that, as powerful. This is so good. Friends, here's our invitation. um, it's, It's actually got a couple parts to it. The, the first is for your own heart. Yes. Come, come to the homepage, come to Wild at Heart forward slash captivating or forward slash Wild at Heart and sign up for the experience. Now, on those pages, you can watch the videos. They're right there for free. And there are other resources that we've designed around them. But we kind of thought if we could walk through this experience together, first for your own heart, you'll be amazed that 
Jesus has not abandoned your heart, though you may have. Or or maybe not totally. Yeah. Portions of mm-hmm, our hearts mm-hmm. we have set aside. Um, that's part one. Part two, as I'm thinking about women in their irreplaceable role and bringing life and men needing a battle to fight right. and a mission. Yes. And, and to partner with God in what he's doing in the world is so wonderful and so critical to our humanity. The other thought was we built this on-ramp for you friends to take your friends through. Yes. And to host some groups. And some of you are in situations where you could have a few people in your home and that that would be all right. And others of you could do it online very, very successfully. And we've done that very successfully online. And so also on these pages, there's places to lead a group, join a group, you know, announce that you're doing a group, that sort of thing, um, to partner, to partner with Jesus in this hour where the human heart matters more than ever. The story of God is still the story of the world. <laughs> there you go. Yes, okay? it Can hasn't we just changed. say that again? The story <laughs> of God is still the story of the world, and the story of God is the wardrobe door first into intimacy with him. Mm, yes. And deeper into the restoration of places in your humanity that still need restoration, greater and greater wholeheartedness. And then deeper through the wardrobe door, joining him, joining Jesus in his work in the world. And so, hey, to be honest, gang, at a time when the gender debate is getting pretty volatile, it almost feels a little ill-timed or foolish to come out with such strong gender messages as Wild at Heart and Captivating. And then the new films and the experiences and, and the things that we'll be doing together here in the spring on this podcast say, no, no, now is the time to partner with Jesus, to go after the hearts of men and women, because crisis is gospel opportunity. Right. It is. It just is. When people are in hard times, they're Mm -hmm. much more aware of their need and the opportunity to just ask people, how's your heart? Yeah, how are you doing? It's it's a powerful question. And you think about your own life, my life, that it's really in times when I've been hard-pressed that I've needed to press hard into God and come to know Him in ways that I haven't before. So so the timing is actually perfect. Yeah, and here, here's what hit me. As I went into uh, a week of intensive soul care last month, <laughs> um, I, what I got hit with the, the week before was, this is dumb, this is stupid, you don't have time for this. Your heart doesn't really matter this much. Yeah, just get to it. Yeah, get back to work. What are you thinking? You know, now is not the time. And there it is. There's the enemy's voice that some of you may be hearing even right now. Your heart matters, friends. Your heart matters. Your humanity matters. And so you can join into the experience at any time. And, and do it when it fits in your life. But if you'd like to do it with us and kind of do it all together, the idea is, is starting next week, we'll all jump into 
the experience of a six-week program together, episode one, and the journaling, and the conversations, and the podcasts, etc. So come join us. Walk with us in the Wild at Heart experience, the captivating experience. Come to the website and think of someone you know, or maybe several people that you'd like to take a take them through a group experience of this. That's so good. John, can I just ask you one final question? With our uh, the pace of life and the demands, we're inviting people to join in this experience. Is this like a three-hour-a-week kind of experience? Oh, no, 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 no. The videos themselves are about 18 minutes, and then there's a short audio um, that goes with it that Stace and I will be giving for each week's experience. There's a few questions. I mean, you could do this in a half an hour. Uh-huh. Or you can yeah. linger. Or there. you can linger. Good. Yeah. There you are, friends. We will be back with you next week to pick up the conversation.